good evening, everybody. This is your boy, your boy, um, the man of Crown Heights with your man. What's up, y'all? Welcome to The Real Word, Season 4, Episode 19. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has been helping us with the movement thus far. We appreciate everyone that has been um, following us on Instagram. That's at The Real Word um, Ministries, Inc. on Instagram. That's The Real Word Ministries, Inc. on Instagram. Shout out to everybody that follows us on Facebook. That's www.facebook.com backslash um, the real word seven. That's the real word number seven. We also on YouTube. You can put the real word TV one word. The real word TV on YouTube to catch us on YouTube. Um, we also got our website www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's the real word ministriesinc.org. And you can catch us on the brick every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Sorry, at 12 noon, 4 p.m. and 1 a.m. every Tuesday and Thursday. Check your local cable listings. I know that's a lot, but thank you guys for all the support. Because of you, we have done a lot, and it's going to be even more. But enough about us. There's two special guests. Introduce yourself, ladies and gentlemen. My name is my name is Evan Anthony from Brooklyn. Shout out to Miss Anthony from Brooklyn. Thomas Haynes from Brooklyn. Shout out to Thomas Haynes from Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. So we have two special guests in here today, and they're going to tell us a little bit about themselves. Who would like to go first? Um, you know what? We can start with the late, the queen. So um, I want to ask you a quick question. Um, tell the people what you're passionate about. I am passionate about a lot. I'm passionate about life and helping others to enjoy life. Yes. And to love life. But I'm going to start with the little ones, meaning the babies. Um, I'm passionate about babies because we have had a misconnection or a disconnect between parents helping their children to learn and love each other. So why I'm starting with the babies, because we need to re-educate moms how to love their children. Re-educate moms how to speak positive words to their children. Re-educate moms how to encourage their children. Um, whether your child named, and, and I believe in, in, especially when it comes to children, I believe in using good words and easy words. If someone's name is Destiny, um, the letter D, you are delightful. You try to use positive adjectives for their name. If someone's name is Stanley, you are just supreme. Or if someone's name begins with the letter A, they're awesome, they're articulate, and try to use good adjectives to help them to believe in themselves, to give them that confidence when they go to school, to give them the confidence in themselves when they're by themselves. And if they're, if they're being teased, they have that to go back on. My mommy calls me confident. My mommy called me a super person. My mommy calls me intelligent, or my dad. And they have that to hold on to. Mm. Um, coming up to teenagers now, teenagers miss, again, that love and that component from their parents, so they try to get love from others. Teenagers, again, miss that confidence in themselves, who they are, what's their destiny? Mm -hmm. What are you doing during high school? Stay focused, stay determined. Even though you have distractions, hopefully you know what to do what's right. And when you invest in yourself, doing what's right, you get the benefit. You, you finish high school, you go to college. Even if you're not college, you don't feel you're qualified for college, go to trade school. You know, do something that you're good at. Do something that you can do with your eyes closed. That means that's your God-given talent. Now when it comes to adults, adults, they have, and, and stop me guys if I'm going too far. Now you're good. We're it's here to it's share. Growing. Okay. And you're doing great too. Thank you so much, blessing. And as adults go, Adults carry their children hurts into mm. their adult life. Wow. So they go to work. Mm. Mm. They, they if I could, if yeah. I could interrupt you on, yes, <laughs> in regards to that carrying the hurt. I remember um, most people that suffer from PTSD are individuals that's been in car crashes. That's more common than for people that's in the military. But PTSD was made popular by people in the military. But mm -hmm. the highest percentage of people with PTSD has been people that's been in car accidents. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was younger, I was in a car accident where my friend tried to commit suicide with me in the car. And, you know, it messed me up physically and mentally. So one of the things I had to do on top of physical therapy, I had to go to mental therapy. And while going through mental therapy, my therapist, um, she gave me a book called Healing Your Inner Child. So what you said, like a lot of us carry the hurt and pain from childhood into yes. adulthood. And yes. we take it out on our own children yes. and other people as well. Like even now... Like, I have friends from my childhood that I'm cool with now. Like, for, for example, Kamel. Kamel's a friend of the show. He's always on 
the show. And Kamel's a person I knew over um, 15 years I know Kamel. And um, Kamel could say, like now that, you know, we are fathers, you know, we working and things of that nature. Um, he was saying like, yo, when, when, when we were younger, you used to bully me. And then he said, but I thank you for bullying me because you helped me to become tougher because my dad wasn't really in my life like that. And then you was like, yo, stop being so soft because the world is going to be way more crazy than that. Yeah. Um, um, it wasn't no physical bullying like you ain't beat me up, but you always say, yo, be tougher, bro. Be tougher because the world is going to hit you harder than this. Mm -hmm. He said, now I'm a man. I really understand like you was looking out for me because if you wouldn't toughen me up, I wouldn't be ready for the things that's coming around now. And a lot of us, we suffer from, from, from trauma, yeah. childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, a lot of us, you know, are molested as, ki as, as children, yeah. and we Myself. bring that over when we get older, you know, and, you know, hurt people hurt people. And a lot of yeah. us within the community, we don't really go um, to, to therapy. Um, speaking of that, you went through a real traumatic situation in your life in regards to your story. You want to tell the people? Well, um, in addition to that, too, I want you to also add what GMAC is about and why GMAC is needed as well, too, with the story. So Yeah, he's going to tie everything up. <laughs> yeah, so Use the I, mic, brother. <laughs> you have an Oscar-winning so, story, brother. So like, Pastor Sanders said, and, and, and like uh, Elder Ricard was saying and stuff, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, I had a big 15 years, eight months of my life in prison. Um, I started I started going to prison as, at, at a real young age. You know, I was out there in the street doing, doing what street people do. You know, um, you know, at, at those times, I could say when I was 17, I didn't even think I was going to make it to the age of 21. And actually, one thing that I always said in my mind is that I, I actually really had that in my mindset. Like, it didn't bother me. Like, I, I was 17 saying, okay, yeah, you're not going to make it to 21, so whatever you're doing now, you do what you do. And, and I didn't realize until the older I got how, how, uh, Warped or 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 how you know un, you know how unnatural that was to think like that because at times we think you know especially in the communities that we come from we think violence and the, and the things that we do are natural so it took it took me a while you know it took me a while to, to get more into my manhood to learn a lot about myself inside them prisons and uh, you know get my education, shout out to education, because I, I used to think education is nothing either, and you know, it, it actually do, you know, broaden your horizons, so you know, it wasn't just a cliche, it really do broaden, broaden your horizons. You went to school in jail, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So I got my associates while I was in prison. All right. All right, so, um, you know, so, you know, just, just, just moving forward, uh, you know, when I started getting more into myself and learning a lot about myself, my idea of coming home was giving back to the, to the youth, coming out here and working with the communities. Okay. So, you know, this, this was something that I, I planned, I would say, for the last seven years of me being incarcerated. I actually planned this to come home and say, you know, I wanted to make sure that a lot of, a lot of young guys, a lot of young ladies, when they go and do the things that I did in my life. Uh -huh. You know, so, you know, this is, and that was part of me giving back. That's, that's how I felt with giving back was about. So I came out here, you know, I was a part of uh, different organizations, you know, I was a part of Man Up Inc. That's uh, Brooklyn, East New York. I was, you know, I'm, I'm a part of now GMAC Incorporated, which Mr. Uh, Pastor Sanders was talking about, which is Gangsters Making Astronomical Community Changes. Yes. I'm also, I'm also part of, of, of an organization right now that's actually feeding a community that I grew up in. That I actually like court cases in and stuff like that. We yeah. actually feed the the, the, the community like uh, every Saturday where we have a pantry in Glenwood Housing, mm. and uh, we I would say we feed like a hundred. Shout to G Hood. We we feed like a hundred and fifty to two hundred people oh, weekly. Awesome. The the chief executive of of, 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 my, of my organization I'm speaking about is uh, Andrew Hendy. So we want to shout Andrew Hendy, and she actually has a very profound story herself. The name of the company is Our, Our Lady of Charity for the Community. Wow. And this is a woman that actually lost two of her sons. She actually lost two of her sons to gun violence. So she lost two of her sons to gun violence, and now we both out here in, in the community that I told you that I took a lot away from, and we helping them now. So. Wow. So, you know, with this, don't, don't, don't <laughs> have one track. Like, 
That's right. That's right. It's like, yeah. like you know, it, you know, God attracts you powerful people. Like you know, when I'm, uh, you know, I'm part of GMAC. We do a lot of, we do a lot of, a lot of, a lot of what you would call violence interrupting work and outreach work, right? So I always tell people this story, right? Let's go to, what, is, what is violence interruption? What is that? All right, so violence interrupters is what we call VIs. Those are people that get in front of the situation before it escalates. So you know how the police come, right? Yeah. The police come after the fact. See, the VIs, the VIs come beforehand. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then, then you got outreach workers who the VIs plug you into the outreach worker. Now the outreach, outreach worker, they create what you would call a risk reduction plan, right? Wow. Okay. And now a risk reduction plan is like we're putting you in play to figure out how you can, you know, you could you could further better your life in a positive way. So we put a lot of things in play like that in sense, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, you know, you know, moving forward, it, 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 this this right here actually to me is like what I would consider like one of the most like, you know, uh enjoyable things in my life, giving back to the community, giving back to the young fellas out here, the young guys out yeah, here. Yeah. And, and you know, light is bright, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> you good, you good? You ripping it, ripping it, baby. You're ripping it, baby. You're ripping it, baby. But, you know, it's like, you know, like just, just that, just like loving, like I go to work every day, man. I love my job. Like I tell people all the time, I was working supervisor for GMAC Incorporated, and it's like just having those opportunities yeah. to do that, that's a blessing. When I'm in Glenwood with Our Lady of Charity for the community, when we out there and I'm out there with Angel, we like, it's the same thing. You know what it is to see women that, that, that's on the line that knew me when I was a kid, knew I was out here while I was that type of time, yeah. yeah. And, now they, and now I'm out here, they like, hey, Thomas, hey, baby. Like, you know, yeah. I, I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that because I feel like if you if you took a lot away, you shouldn't have a problem with giving a lot back. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And you know what Jesus said when he said, you know, when much is given, mm, much is required. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like 15 years of your life behind that prison wall to come out here, you know, I'm, I'm happy. And people ask me all the time when we, you know, they, they be like, yo, why you why you always happy or why you always smiling in the street like that? Man, you, have you been through what I've been through? You been smiling. That's a You put in work, baby. You be smiling. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, yeah. I, I never like to go and like, like emphasize on 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 the negative things that I didn't like. That's a fact. I agree. Like I, I, I always tell people, like when when they get into stories or people that knew me from the past and they and they try to get, I be like, yo, listen, listen. Yeah, I know. Fact. Really, we, I That's did that. Thing. But you know, so crazy. I want to add right. One of my man's, uh, my man, um, Clifford Gray. Used to be GS9, GSC back in the day. Used to be a big crypt dude, and like I'm affiliated with him and stuff like that. So this is you know I am affiliated with a lot of crypts, and so you know. But the thing is that him, he basically used to be big crypto, but he changed his life, became a man of God, and like to this day, people still talk about the work that he put in. You feel what I'm saying? But like people respect that. But when you turn your life around from that type of timing into a light, they respect that. So I know exactly what you mean in regards right. to that per purpose. And it's, and it's like, you know, I always, you know, I, I know a lot of brothers that too did the same type of thing mm -hmm. I did in my mm -hmm. life. Like, you know that, and, and they actually changed themselves. And it's like, a lot of them just don't like to dwell too much on the, on the negative aspects of things because, you know, we lived it. We, we knew how that felt because we did it. We, yeah. we lived that. So it's like, it's not entertaining for us no more. No, it's not. Yeah, when fact. we was young, Doing when we was young, stuff. it was entertaining to yeah. do certain things. Yeah. Now when we see young people, and I'm going to tell you another thing, Willie Sean. If I would have said when I was 17 that I would have turned to the person I am today, and I would have never believed it. If somebody would have told me that I would be sitting doing all this positive stuff, I would have never believed it. Wow. So now when I see the little young dudes out there, I see the young sisters out there and stuff, I never, I never say, yo, this one can't make it, or this 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 is this person go to four because yeah. it was so many people that knew me that counted me out. Yeah. So many people count us out. And then I'm gonna tell you the same thing, like sis was talking about, children are all the time counted out at young ages. Yeah. That's a fact. At young you, you come on, yeah, like we like we don't like we don't understand what you call what you consider the school to prison pipeline and stuff yeah. like that. Like, so let me not, so let me ask you a question, right? Um, Pusha T made a line in one of his songs. He said that it's almost like we're subjugated to a different God when our melanin has a different tent, meaning that we're, we're, we're treated as less 
of a person almost. Or human. Or human yeah. because of uh, the, the color of our skin within yeah. the society. Yeah. Um, the other day I was, I, was, I was doing Uber on the weekend and then I picked up this guy. Um, he was a wasp, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Um, typical Caucasian guy, and I picked him up at this place. It looked like how the projects would look if it was clean and had flowers and gardens. And I was like, this place looks like some place I've been. And he said, what do you mean? I said, yo, it looks like a place, but just the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. As in the walls were clean. Like, you know when the walls of a building are clean, mm -hmm. and you can see the, the brick molding mm -hmm. is clean, mm -hmm. and they got gardens, and it has mm -hmm. flowers, but it looks just yeah, like the on. project, mm -hmm. but just clean. <laughs> and I was like, it has a different name too. It's just yeah. A and the guy was like, and the guy was like, yeah, but the prices is way better. I said, yeah. So we sit back and we ask ourselves, do we accept certain things from the public? Because when it's from the public, right. yeah, it's cheap or free, but then you suffer for it because what you pay is what you get. Mm -hmm. But when it's privately owned, then it, it gets a little bit better, but costs way much. And I use the comparison of MTA, you know, um, the the subway systems. At one point. It was owned by New York City, but New York City couldn't afford it. So New York State took over, and then they hired a private company to manage it, the MTA. So now the MTA, everybody's always complaining, always oh, is real expensive and everything. And they say, oh, the trains is dirty. But if you look at the trains back in the days, oh my God. with the graffiti. Oh, so you, 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 you <laughs> coming to America? Come here to America. Come on, bro. Yeah, so it's like... That's that's what we suffer from when we look at it. Like, it's America's perfect example of that. And our people, for too long, we relied on the public because of the public perceptions yeah. that was put out of us, and we believed it. We accepted it, right? And somebody said that um, what Tyler Perry is doing, even though some people don't agree of, on, on how he got to the point where he's at, him dressing like a woman and everything else, some people don't like that. But the fact that he was able to create his own studio now, right. where black people are able to create movies and to play positive pictures of themselves. Yeah. We grew up watching um, He-Man, Superman, Batman, all these superhuman white people. Right. To the point where we never thought that we were superhuman and all we seen was slave movies. Or we played the butler, or we played the help, you know? Yeah. We never seen ourselves in the, as the Heyru character, as the hero character, you know? But yeah, One of ahead. the things that um, I like what Tyler Perry did as well. Remember, we grew up when they had Good Times and the Jeffersons yeah. and Cosby, yeah. and those were the standard American-looking family. Yeah. Tyler Perry came in and he mixed it up. He did. He got the grandma, who is a firecracker, who's making things happen, making people laugh, mm -hmm. also putting the truth out there. Yeah, exactly. Like this is the breakdown of the family, really. Yeah. A lot of families were not like the Cosbys and not like exactly. the Jeffersons, because Jefferson moved on the east side. How many people really go to the east exactly. side? Exactly, but the things that just painted, the things that you see. He's just painting the reality yes. of our reality. It, was yes. just, it wasn't trying to make us look bad. No. But it's it's who we are as individuals. You know what I'm saying? What and, it is. and we all laughed because it was true. Yeah. A lot of those positions that our grandparents or uncles or whomever came yeah, over, yeah. it was true. Yeah. He just had the people in the right places. Yeah. And based on his experience, mm -hmm. he, he didn't have he didn't have a white staff no. to write the parts. No, he knew the parts. Exactly. So he can say, you know what, you're good at that, you're good at that. So we, we're going to do this play this way based on we all know the experiences right. from growing up right. and the other people's next door and the misbehaviors and so on and so forth. Right. And even they had that movie for Thanksgiving with Vanessa Williams and... Is it this Christmas? It was, it was a Thanksgiving movie where a lot of people had couples, but they just, a lot of people were couples, but they never got along. Oh, okay, I know. Yeah, 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 that's a top oh. movie, too. I right. think Why Did I Get Married, that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, Why Did I Get Married, yeah. And it's like, again, we go back to, we are trying to, and this is my belief, and what I would like to see more of. As a young black woman, I want to be able to see couples who stay married for 50, 60 years. That does not happen anymore. We gotta keep looking at other people in other cultures. No, we could do it. We do have our people that are married that, for so long, long period of time, but we have to encourage each other more. It's necessary, we gotta stick it out. We gotta stick it out. Certain things can't be helped. Some people do have problems, but there are ways to solve these problems and solve these misunderstandings or misconceptions because that's how we keep our family tree solid. That's how we keep our family solid. That's how we let our, our children see, look, Whoever you get married to, whoever you connect with, make sure you really like them. It's no longer just a booty call. This is serious because of this genocide out there trying to get rid of us. 
You get rid of our men, or your women are just going bananas, and then the children are growing up in the foster care system. So who's carrying on our legacy by family, by family tradition, by family culture, by family emotions? Who's carrying that on? And, and we have to help ourselves, you know, like we all are doing individually, but as we come together collectively, we could do so much more. And I'm so glad to be part of it. Exactly. I'm, I'm sorry. Continue what you're saying, bro. Can you push part? Oh, yeah. You know, like, like, yeah. My, 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 thing, mic, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm so used to, like, sneaking, yeah. like, like, with the, with the it's, kids, it's and, you know, yeah. we, we, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, keeping the mic in my hand and stuff like that. I got to get used to that. But, you, you know, know, like, since it's saying, like, I, those yeah. are things that yes. I, that I agree with, though. Like, when I, when I go into school, you know, you know, speaking about family, uh, you know, speaking about like like how family should be, how we how you wanna get a family and stuff, like, you know, we it's big. Like the kids now they, they you know, it's like they disrespect each other fully and it's like I don't blame them because I know it's in the music and besides it being in the music, it's it's just it's just the it's like what I would what Tupac said, a lot of misplaced hate. And what it is is that sometimes when you got that feeling of despair, because you know when you go to this, first off, have anybody ever heard about a mass shooting that happened in a black school? No. No, because right. everybody got guns. Right. Okay, so no, 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 but no, no, but but everybody do have guns. No, 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 but look what I'm trying to say, though. But check it out. No, 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 but in a sense, you know, but people do have. A lot of young people do. Like, like this. No, that's a fact. A lot of young people do. But what I was saying is, right? Let's just say you don't never hear about nobody coming in no black school and shooting 20, 30 young kids. Well, guess what though? It's like a, it, it, it's a lot of officers that be in front of the schools, yeah. right? And the kids are having a feeling of despair, not even realizing that that they present. And it's a lot of police present that give these kids these feelings because they don't have good relationships with the police. Okay. So I'm not saying every cop is bad because I know cops that that that's all right with people that treat people yeah, with right. respect. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm gonna say is. For the most of them, when the kids see them and they, they got to go to school, yeah. a lot of them can't even verbally express that to you. Like, yo, I see the police, so it make me get angry. I go in there and hit somebody. You know how many kids, when we speak to them, we, one day I asked them in the class, I said, yo, let me ask you somebody. Anybody ever wake up in here feeling angry? And, like, the whole class raised their hand. Yeah, but it's, it's, but it's no Columbine. But guess what, though? But everybody has a gun. But guess what, though? How could a bunch of 15-year-old kids yeah. that's coming to school raise their hand and say they wake up feeling angry? That's yeah. not good. That's not good. So what that shows you is that it's a lot of anger, it's a lot of pain, it's a lot of it is, it's the things that's going on in the home. It's, it's years and generations of, of people that's feeling oppressed. Mm -hmm. The thing is, when we, and, and, and honestly, even if a black person is, is living right, they still oppressed. Mm -hmm. And when you got this and, and these kids see this, this is, is pain that they can't speak on. So they feel it. They act out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like like no one wants to feel oppressed. And that's all that we we, we go through now. It's like, so when is the oppression going to stop? Every time you turn on the news, like the young black sister that just got killed, 21 years old in Texas and all that, they said the officer walked in her house and killed her. What's up with that? And, and it's, sure. it's sad because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what that what that does. If anybody familiar with back in slavery days, how oh, they used to bring the 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 black man in front of the uh, the black woman to show that he couldn't protect that at all, right? Mm -hmm. And vice and, and probably cut him up and demolish, you know, do some real de, you know derogatory, devious things to his body. And then butt breaking. The, yeah. And then for the black man to watch the, the black sisters getting the stomach, uh, they cut stomachs cut open, babies falling out. This wasn't no mythology stuff. We wasn't writing Greek mythology or nothing like this. Ain't no no Socrates play, no 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 uh, Shakespeare play. This is reality. Mm -hmm. The reality is that these people did a damage on the Mitchell, and they still are doing it today. But not to cut you off, trying to black. But here's the thing, right? One thing that I've realized, they say that these oppressors, they plan well into the future, not like right. a year or a month. They plan 10, 20, well, 30 years That's into right. the future. And, and from where? We came from 
from, from the descendants of kings and ruling empires, and they made you believe you were slaves. Now you start off from slavery. That's the beginning for you. That's your mythos. That's the myth that they sold you. Now that you're coming up as a slave, you've just been emancipated. These people got a 200-year um, run in front, of, in front of you, but they're saying that you're not where they're at because you're lazy. And then you believe that. So they, sub, so they, they use media, and they use television, and they use movies to keep creating that mythos right. over and over and over and over and over and over until it becomes your reality. Now, you're scared of the other races. Now, right. now, all of a sudden, when they come in the room, you have to put your head down. You can't look them in the eye. Right. If, if you look at their girl, you get killed, right. you know? And we've seen that happen to Emmett Till. Um, we got hanged in front of, in front of big crowds. Castrated, bro. Castrated. We got hanged, castrated, cut into pieces. Um, what's his name? Nat Turner, skin was turned into a wallet in a purse. You know, these are things that really happened. They had lynchings on postcards that they would hand right. out and mail out to their friends. That's media stuff, though. And then, that's, that's some real devilment thing. But then after that, and, and after that, that wasn't enough. Then we got hit with crack right. over and over and over and over and over right. again. Where and, and, and sometimes once you want those certain drugs, you could go to rehab and get 30 days clean, 40 days clean. But that's something that you got to deal with for the rest of your life. So some people went to jail for life, for, for, for being users, for using the same drugs that the government brought into America. But, but, but things that payback is sweet. They got the sides now, the opiate crisis. But look, exactly. Yeah. But back then, back then, they wasn't saying send them to rehab. They yeah. were saying send them to jail. Yeah. So, so we just yeah. got out of slavery. Then we got out the crack era. Nah. And then, well, we got, instead of getting um, 40 acres in the mule, we got food stamps in the project apartment. Yeah. So so now that's your beginning right there. Yeah. So now you're not even thinking about owning a home. You're not even thinking about Talk going to college. Money. You think about staying alive tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And it was so you bad. They say amen. Amen to that, Debbie. I see you know, you know what's Ill, Ill, Ill about what, what, what Elder Ricard just said, right? Yeah, it's fine. He's this, though. And that was the number one way how to destroy black families. Because check it out. If you gave a sister uh, food stamps, welfare, she couldn't have no black man on her on her lease nope. or no nope. black man and her getting married because that was going to mess nope. up the money. Yeah. So yep. these are this is the ways how they how they just kept sowing different seeds yeah. on keeping us down and stuff, breaking us down. So when you speak about that, that those are reality. What he said about the crack era, right? Come on, you 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 see what what, what crack did and like he said, it, it destroyed the community. It they still crackheads till this day. Look at Brownsville. Look at East New York. These are people that are still dealing with this till this day. Right. Heroin, crack, um, and their kids grew up in the system, and now their kids grew up and had kids, and and they had like all these. So you got these kids growing up in homes with no fathers. That's on public assistance. That's in a complex full of kids just like them. No fathers. No elders. No direction. And they growing up and they doing the same thing. They having kids and the girls are having kids and the guys are going to jail over and over and over and over. Yeah. So this is the outcome of it right people now. Work to do. You know, work to do. people are now waking up and that's why they say 2020. That's when people get to see when you got 2020 vision. That's when your vision is clear. Like so, people now waking up from this dream that they sold you. You know. Right. But one of the things I also want to interject on the crack baby era. That's what started Mother Hale in Harlem. She was taking all the crack babies to take care of them. Who's mother had? She had a foster kid. Yeah, she was an older woman in Harlem, just taking the babies to take care of them. And then she ended up evolving into having like a daycare, and then it was like a children's home for the crack baby era for for those babies. Did, did, did she get a citation? No, her business. What? She was in business for a long time. No, 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 did she get like a? Did she get a water for? I don't I recall. Think I, I think I remember. She uh, may have. Um, David Dinkins. She passed away, her daughter took it over, but that was the, she was the villain for those babies that were going down the tubes because of the crack. So is her daughter still alive? Yeah. Listen, her daughter's running the house now. Listen, we want to recognize her daughter and her mom and bring her in. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that because of that whole epidemic. And it continues to be an epidemic. And, you know, the good thing about God's word is it's not a Band-Aid the way we preach it, the way churches preach it. It's inside of us to show the light. Listen, you can just ask, believe, you can get rid of this taste. You can get rid of this life. Because when you take things in your body that not healthy, it switches 
it flips a switch and then you malfunction. And I like to use this example. If your body was a Mercedes, would you put water in the gas tank? No. If your body was a Rolls Royce, would you put water in the gas tank? Good night. No. So if your body was made exceptionally and wonderfully made, how can you not want to eat healthy? You see, they give you food stamps and you buy all the cereals with sugar. So many articles have been written, sugar is so bad for you, in so many ways. Not just diabetes, it gives you cancer, it gives you everything, your body is malfunctioning, you can't do certain, you can't think properly, your body can't use those molecules from sugar because they're not healthy at all. They have nothing nutritious or delicious. They make it sweet. You got sweet tea, you got candy yams. How many things can we eat? We got the other foods that I'm not gonna mention. But if your body was a Mercedes, I'm gonna just stay Mercedes. I'm not Mercedes. even going into Ferraris. I'm not even going to, to the um, old Aston, Aston Martin cars. Just a Mercedes. You, you have to put in premium gas premium in gas. order to function to optimum level. She's a problem. Isn't it ironic how nowadays sugar's killing us and back then we used to get killed over sugar? Show done, show done, show done, bang, 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 Feliz Navidad, show done, I said show done, show done, I'm going to be hitting the fire, yeah, oh my man. Um, one of the things that's going on right now is obviously politics, you know, um, Donald Trump seems to be pandering now to the black people saying, he, he acknowledged that black people helped to build America, um, but it seems like they're still trying to evict him. And I'm um, classic evict him. <laughs> impeach him. <laughs> impeach him. No, they, 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 they're trying to. They're really trying to very hard. So there's a couple whistleblowers in the White House, it seemed like. No, no, there, there's a lot of whistleblowers okay, so that are snitching. Don't be modest, bro. <laughs> so, Don't be modest. Big so how, how you guys think about that? Because people say that snitching depends on the certain situation and who's who's doing it, right? I, I think it's amazing that they're doing it because at the end of the day, he's being exposed for who he really is. We all, know, we all know who he really is and what he's about. And what is unfortunate is that people was upset with Obama wearing a tan suit. That was a problem. Mm. That was an issue. That was a malfunction due to the, the detriment of the nation. But like I said, we've, know, we've noticed that, you know, you know, you could be white, you could have money, you could get away with murder. And that's the reality. So for those who voted him, good for you. You well, got what you deserve. No, it is what it is. We can't say he bro, got away with murder. He didn't bro, kill anyone. Bro. He didn't, really? That we not know of. Physically, <laughs> not, not physically. Not physically. The damage is psychological. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but I want to add to the thing is that the nine young men that was accused of raping. Oh, the five. Five. The five young men. He never, to this day, apologized, apologized for that. And he wrote an article that they should be convicted. No, he, he took out a. He actually gave an interview, like, 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 like yeah. Pastor speaking on. Trump was like one of the, when the, when the case was going on, Trump was like one of the biggest advocates of that. Advocate kind of for that. Yeah, absolutely. And it was never, and to this day, there's never, there would never been an apology, there's never been an acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. So I, I think um, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. Pretty you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening now that. that uh, you know, uh, Trump is going through it right now. Yeah. And now he want to acknowledge that, you know, blacks help, help, you know, build the country. But my thing is this, though, right? Mm -hmm. Don't, don't, don't give me a bone and try to tell me mm -hmm. it's a state. You know, mm -hmm. so we're not, we're not mm -hmm. doing that, no. Because mm -hmm. what he tried to do is he's, he's, he's playing politics games. It's called yes. divide and conquer. So yeah, he is. If he not allowing the people that, that came here that, 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 that been working and doing the same thing. America's 241 years old. Right, mm. and for America is a new land, so everyone that's coming here that's contrib con contributing to to the building of the land, uh, you know, those we all what you would call pioneers. If you came here 50 years ago, 100 years ago, or three, 400 years ago, you know, whatever it was, it was someone here already. So it was the Native Indians. So I don't, I don't like. And ironically, Indian. today's Columbus Day, right? Right. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't like to say that. that <laughs> no credit. That you know how he's very big on on immigrants and this and that and and now oh yeah yeah I'm cool with the black folks now because they trying to impeach but, me. Nah. But by what? The same story. We 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 hold it. <laughs> I recognize people of color. Everybody, people of color. Whether you whether whatever type of 
other group you might consider you. If you're a person of color, we have to stand together. But, but, but the thing is that the tide is changing now because now a lot of states are rejecting Columbus Day and they're recognizing the natives, which is a beautiful thing. So the tide is changing. You know, remember Columbus went through what, what, what was it, Hispanola first? And yeah. Like destroyed the whole land? Violated. It was like pillaged. Four, five, raped. thousand population. Yeah. By the time he left, yeah. he had like, like in the yeah. thousands. So yeah, the man destroyed the land. Violation the to the land. highest degree. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you guys this question. Um, that's what I want to ask you guys. Um, in regards to community, um, why is it very imperative to be involved in your community? Well, one, you know, you, you want to be involved with your with your community because, you know, you you want to you want to actually, you know, you you want to actually be a part of the solution. Because the thing is, if you're not doing nothing and you sitting down and you're watching everything happen, you're not a part of the solution. So what that makes you? Exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, you know, you, you can't never just sit around and just let Dangerous. things. Dangerous. And I'm going to tell you, you know what movie always, when I come to mind, when I, even when I kick it with the kids, remember, was it the first Spider-Man movie that came out a couple of years back? Yeah, like, uh, like 2000? Tobey Maguire. And remember when, remember when, when he already had the Spider-Man power and he seen the dude robbing and he was stressed out yeah. one day and he let the robber run by. Yeah. What did the robber do to his family? It got his, pa his Killed uncle. his uncle. Killed his uncle. Yeah. But he had the power before he, and then guess what? When he went and seen You're a bad that boy. that was him. You're a preacher. And he realized that that was him. It, We're going to bring him to Adventist church. That's right. It shocked him because in his mind he so said, my well, church. I could have stopped American. this man. Yes. I could have stopped this. Oh my he God. He could have prevented what happened to his uncle if he would have stepped in. Step so in. I say that all the time, like people seeing things in the street or you yeah. seeing people getting hurt or you seeing dudes disrespecting old people, you see, say something. I'm not saying call no cops, but even if you're not strong enough, this is why we got organizations out here where we got strong black men, strong yes. black women that don't have no problem playing the front line and hollering at someone before a situation get out of hand. Yes. Yeah. My sister, your turn, Queen. Powerful queen. What I love most about communities yes. you, and how I want to be involved wow. is um, Dangerous. giving moms tools to love their children, wow. giving them hugs. I, I believe in that strongly because our children don't have enough hugs, which shows love or it expresses love to some degree. When children receive love, they have something to hold on to. My mommy loves me. My daddy loves me. My sister right. loves me. If, right. if a parent can continue to encourage, you know what, well, let's hug each other before we leave. Or let's hug each other before we go to bed. It makes such a difference. The child can say, you know, I love my family. I love my sister. I love my brother. I love my daddy. My daddy's not here. Hopefully the mom wouldn't be as angry. And there are different situations and different dynamics in every household. But the point I want to make is just love. Share the love with what you have in your room then. If you can't go outside and love people who are not there, that's okay. But the people that are there, make them strong. Let's love each other. Let's support each other. We're a family of five. Let's do what we can to do. Let's do what we can do to support each other. Because once your love is in the family, when you go outside, your kids have that love to hold on to. They look forward to coming home. Even if you have peanut butter and jelly, they look forward to that over here with a glass of milk and we sing songs and we talk stories and we talk about Christmas and we write our wish list and they have good memories of love. Not love in the wrong way like, I don't know, leave them home by themselves. They're trying to cook mac and cheese. They don't know how to make it, whether it's in a box or from scratch. It's like do something special. One weekend a month, let's all bake a cake. Let's all bake cupcakes. Let's decorate it. It's not just a certain culture that do those things. This is how we entertained ourselves in the past. This is how we learned how to play games. That's what we had to keep ourselves entertained. That's why I love games today. Checkers, Chinese checkers, chess, board games kept us busy. Board games kept us happy interacting with each other. We can do that again. It doesn't matter with the, because the problem with social media today, and the young parents don't really understand, it takes away the interaction with the family. Everybody got their own phone, everybody got their own game with Candy Crush or whatever. So you're not taking time for each other. You're not in, engaging in conversation with each other. There should be a time, everybody shut your phone down. We're gonna have a conversation. What was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Let's hug each other and kiss each other before we go to bed. And, and let's try to establish those family basics, the basics. You go back to basics. 
It doesn't matter if a, if a phone is $1,000. What are your family basics at home? What's your best meal as a family at home? You know, and, and a lot of it comes back to our health. A lot of it comes back to our food. And I just want to encourage families to continue to nurture each other, to continue to have, if you have one meal together, let's say you buy a Subway sandwich for the family. We sit down at home and have the Subway sandwich. But we're spending time together. We no longer, and the movie was Soul Food. Wow. We no longer have family meals together. Yeah. Everybody buys their own food, whether they eat it out with their friends or they bring them and go in their room or whatever. Nobody shares, nobody cares the same way. There's so it's, bre now. it's breaking up that family component, yes. and that's what held us together. Wow, this is deep. Yeah, I think the whole family situation, the whole family structure, I think um, that being attacked so viciously within the black community, making it not cool, I guess, socially because of rap music to have one woman or to be with one woman or commit to one woman. Um, you know, the whole marriage thing was depopularized by hip hop, where it's like fast life, let's do, let's do drugs and go to parties, sleep with as much women as we can, and that's the cool thing, you know? But they never really mentioned the negative part, you know? Like the, the downfalls, like child support, catching STDs, um, going to jail, things of that nature. They don't mention that part. And it's good to see individuals like you that when they come out, they, I can say that you've dedicated your time to helping others, right? So they won't go down the same path as you. Um, you, you gave the example of Spider-Man, how he had the opportunity to stop the dude, but because he was in his own feelings, he, he went and did whatever he wanted to do. That's a lot of us. As in, we're told by older people sometimes, or we give an advice to do better, and we're like, nah, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And then we ended up with dealing with the consequences and ridicules if there be so of, of that said choice, you know? And sometimes we do it out of love, sometimes we do it out of hate, sometimes we do it out of emotion, sometimes we have um, a split second decision that costs us for the rest of our lives or longer than we expect, and we gotta live with them consequences. Right now, we're living with the consequences of others' actions, but at the same time, um, we're reacting to their actions and trying to make a change, you know? Um, with GMAC, with Funerals Don't Count, with the Real Word Ministries, and with your ministry even, your ministry sounds like a ministry of love, you know, of healing, giving, um, showing people how to bake, you know, showing them how to eat better, showing them how to live better, showing them how to show love by hugging and things like that. Like, I remember me, I was, I was stuck within the confines of my own masculinity. Like, it used to be hard for me to show love. Even now, it was hard for me to show love. Like, my wife would complain about it all the time. She's like, oh, it's hard for you to look, to, to look people in the eye for too long, like this and that. She was like, oh, it's hard for you to show affection sometimes. And I, and I try to explain to her, like, at one point, I went years without crying, years without showing emotion. And, I, and, and because I, it was hard for me to show emotion to people, I used to hurt people. And to me, when I did that, like, I felt, I felt joy out of it. Like, now, I can't even look at it a picture or, or something of someone in pain. I'm like, I'm like, come on, that's someone else. Like, that's a soul. Like, that person has other people connected to them, you know? And now that I got a family and stuff, like, I understand, like, why it's so important to show love, like, why it's so important to take time out with your kids and with your family to, you know, for the, for the real re reasons, you know? Like, just yesterday, like, I took my wife and the kids over to my mom's house and we had Sunday, we had Sunday dinner, you know? And that's something that, should that, that should always be a custom artists, artists. amongst yes, us as yes. people, you know? At the table where you could bring different generations together yes. and you just talk and you meet and you, you know, I'm gonna spend some time with my dad. I haven't spent time with my dad in a while because I've been so busy, you know, and he gave me some advice and me and him spent time together. You know, growing up, I, I wasn't close with my dad like that. It wasn't until I got older and I became a man and had my own family. Now I go to him for advice. Sometimes it's easier to talk to him now than it was when I was younger. Yeah, so life, life, life has a way of humbling you, you know? Different events in your life and different things, like it teaches you to, to be better and to do better. Like, like now, like I have kids, I gotta teach them too. And even being a youth leader at church, you know, I gotta speak to the youth and I'll be letting them know. Like I tell them in details about the things I did, knowing that there's other people that could use it against me in the church. You know, mm -hmm. church people act like mm -hmm. they never they even spit on the floor, you mm -hmm. know? So, 
So me, like, sharing war stories with them, and they sit there like, like, damn, you did all that, and you're still in church? I'm like, yeah. Like Sanders always say, God restores. Exactly. And at the same time, like, I'm here to help y'all, you know? Yes. With great power does come great responsibility. When, when I was popping in the streets, and I was getting busy, and I was in the club every week, you know, and getting money, like, I, I would draw from that energy. But when I destroyed that side of me, and I started doing positive, it started a whole movement, you know? And end up being all of this right now, where... Mm-hmm. We can talk openly on, on a public forum and speak about these things and help those that are still struggling. Because just because us made it, like this, 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 that don't mean that the work is done. Yeah. <coughs> That's a fact. And one thing I, I, I say always, like, when I, listen, when I listen to brothers, like all the brothers and sisters speak and, and communicate, and you know, everybody has a different a part to play and stuff. Yes. So everybody's message may not be the same, then it'll be a lot of people's message that's the same, but they all are trying, you know, all are working to do the same thing. So one thing I I always get, like, if I see Dylan going back with touching on, like, family or touching touching on building that that, that strength, that that, that, that power, that empowerment with our kids, if I see a, a, a good nurse being a good nurse, and, sh- and she's showing, especially ones that come from our community, and she's showing the kids that this is how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be to me, she's a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say that, you know, just because a person may not be doing the work that I'm doing, doesn't mean that they're not part of the mm-hmm. solution. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, I'm just, you know, just just even even speaking on the love part, that's, that stuck out to me too. But I wanted to touch on the fact that you know, this is the day, day and time where a lot of black men got to learn to tell young black sons that they love them. Mm-hmm. Because even though, well, you know, I, sometimes we grew up with a certain type of mm-hmm. way where we don't, we feel like we don't communicate like that. Mm-hmm. This is not those times no more. Mm-hmm. Why? Because like, like sis was saying, they need that, that, that push. If they don't, the streets going to swallow them up. And guess what? Yeah. The streets don't love them. Nope. The streets don't love nobody. False sense of love. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you gotta get that, you gotta, you gotta, you know, just like 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 Elder Ricard said, right? Him and his father. That's how me and my father was. And you know what it was? What what happened when I realized over time what that what really was? Mm-hmm. It was the fact that I was young and I wasn't in the mindset this to, to understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that mindset. Like I I was like, you know, like cool. My father a reverend. So I used to be like, oh man, he definitely can't recognize or mm-hmm. understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I'm, I'm living with my mother at the time. And him being a reverend, it does it's not agreeing with what I'm doing out here. So he could have been telling me, listen, I'm gonna give you a million dollars. And I wouldn't have been paying it yeah. no mind because I was feeling like the way yeah. I wanted to feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand that. I understand that. I just say that just to say this is one thing that I really want to stress and put all black men, you know, because black women do this naturally. So black men, we got to start doing it. I don't care if you think you're a thug, if you think you, whatever you think you is or whatever you are, <laughs> tell your children you love them. Amen. Tell them you love them because Amen. at the end of the day, you never know your breath could be taken away. Amen. And you don't want a son or daughter to say, wow, my father never told me I love yeah. you. Love me. Yes. It goes a long way. So, yeah. No 30 minute specials. No fake eulogies, funerals don't count, spread love now. But I want to hear any closing thoughts before we close. 826. Okay, so uh, listen, uh, uh, anybody that, that, that want to reach out to us, uh, that want, want, want some type of therapeutic service, need any resources, want to find out how to help better their community, reach out to GMAC Incorporated, which is Gangsters Making Astronomical yes. Community Changes. One is on East Flatbush, uh, well, one is on... Yeah. 5712 Church Avenue, uh, that's between Church and Kings Highway. Yes. And the other one is 349 Myrtle, yes. or the Fort Greene area. So we have teams in both areas and stuff. And we, like I said, if you need that type of type of help, reach out, you know, come through and, we, and we'll make something happen. And uh, also I want to shout out my, my, my team, my, 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 my Our Lady, Our Lady of Charity for the Community, uh, Angel Hendy. She's to come here. She's to come here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, actually, I'm, I'm going to invite her too. And that's the, the sister I told you that lost both, her, her, both of her sons and stuff to gun violence. Mm-hmm. So she's out there front line now and, and working. Like she's feeding every Saturday 
150 to 200 people Amen. and then faithfully like it's the church and all that faithfully is coming through so this i want to shout out our lady of charity for the community i want our people to get in tune the the miss angel hendy check out our story see what we doing and stuff uh you know and try to come to that 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 uh pantry over there in glenwood housing uh every day every saturday we're there every saturday so be there like 7 30 you can eat and probably hear a story and all that so okay uh, my name is Yvette, and I don't have my organization established yet, but I would say go through Pastor Sanders and Elder Ricardo. Um, we just connected, and we connected for a reason, for God's work, for the bigger and better purpose of the kingdom, bigger and better purpose for each person. As each individual become better, we help somebody else to be better, help them to smile more, and just come back and give God the praise, and we give each other love. And uh, I thank you, Pastor Sanders, for this opportunity, and Elder Ricardo. Um, I believe in meeting each other for a reason. And as we meet for a reason, we're here to do more. And God's work is never done. God's work is never done. Seven days. Seven days. As long as we're sleeping, and when we wake up, what else we got to do? What else we got to do, God? What else we got to do? It's ongoing. God will give us the strength, give us the connection, give us the resources. And it's not always money. You just need the right hands. You need the right people to do the work, be on fire for helping each other. Right. And it's gonna get done. That's right. I thank you again for this opportunity. I wish everyone peace and blessings for listening. Yes. Lord. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we would just like to thank you all for um, supporting us. Um, we thank our guests for coming on today. Wow. Um, I think it was a powerful message that probably wow. resonated with a lot of people. And let's make it go viral. So share it, like it, you know, show a friend, show a friend and just, you know, popularize it, let them know about The Real Word. Um, check our website, the www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's therealwordministriesinc.org. Um, we're on Facebook, The Real Word 7, facebook.com backslash The Real Word 7, the number 7. Um, we're on Instagram at The Real Word Ministries Inc. That's at The Real Word Ministries Inc. And um, we on face we on YouTube, um, The Real Word TV on YouTube, one word, The Real Word TV on YouTube. So thank you for watching. Um, Pastor Sanders, close out with a prayer, please. Lord, continue to order our steps. Help us to continue to be the change agents you called us to be. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for your support, and thank you for helping us to build this, um, this dream that's coming into reality that's going to help many others to come. So good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.